Oh. What? I had to play it today. No producer Brad. Oh. Talk about that later. What? We're back again. Rest in peace, Joey Moss, legend. Absolutely, rest in peace. We're going to dissect the Mitch Miller situation as much as we can. Because we're not that educated. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into it, not too into it. U-Haul A-Hole A-Lister of the Week, as usual. We're bringing on an NHLer, Tanner Fritz, for an interview this week. Get excited, people. Another NHLer. Got a current one, too. Let's friggin' go. It's A-List, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. I'm not sure what episode we're on, but we're on an episode presented by Oliver's Funeral Home. We love Oliver's. We love Chris over at Oliver's. They're hooking us up straight from the beginning, right from the top. Oliver's Funeral Home in Grand Prairie, Alberta is ready to handle every detail of the funeral planning process with compassion and understanding. Our friends over at Oliver's treat us right, and they're going to treat you right too. Hoping is a long process. Like if you're Aaron Rodgers and you lost to the Minnesota Vikings today, and you're supposed to be such a legendary quarterback, and you had your best wide receiver back too. Uh, sorry, ooh, what? I said wide receiver back. You had, yeah, you had your best wide receiver back. in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like halfback, running back. Oh, it's a new position. Yeah, the half, the wide running back. The wide receiver running. Wow. All right, I feel you. Okay. Yeah. I, you know what? He's in I'm, the lineup. You know what? I'm gonna need some time to cope after that. Butcher. Butcher of a, of a, of a segment. Um, Oliver's is going to treat you right. They're treating everyone right. Dealing with loss, the loss of a loved one is hard, and you shouldn't have to go through it alone. Oliver's is ready to help, so go over to Oliver's for any of your funeral planning processes needed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the A-List. I don't know. I don't know if I'm sure. You can probably tell in just the cadence of my voice. We had a Halloween, small co- cohort Halloween party last yeah. night we were, we were following guidelines <clears throat> guidelines were followed small amount of people yeah under but yeah. we did we did get together we dressed up i had three costumes by the end of the night it was impressive um, i'd never seen anything quite like it first i was danny zuko with my wife he was saying when you first said danny the first person in my head that pops into my mind every time is danny devito and i was like you don't look uh, anything like danny mm-hmm. devito but and then uh my pants were a little tight so i had to take them off and I put some sweatpants shorts on with a t-shirt and a robe and a Cleveland Browns hat. And that I one was, took some explaining. I was at home with Baker Mayfield. I don't know if you've seen those commercials, but uh, that took some explaining, but it is also kind of funny if you know what it is. And then lastly, I decided I was going to be a Hufflepuff. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, that bright yellow shirt you came on, and it said Hufflepuff, and I couldn't... I, I thought it was because... Keen and when Keen and Rachel it was. Up, they, I just didn't know that you owned that shirt. I thought maybe yeah, you brought I got one it or, a while it back. Bright yellow. Yeah. Thing. So I was three things. Uh, Dalen was one. He was Jim from the office. It was good. A yeah. very good costume. Kate and I were Jim and Pam. Yeah. It was a. It was, was a good Pam. one. Yes, of so. course. That by by process of elimination, Peyton <laughs> was Pam. Yeah, she could have been Asian Jim. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Anyway, uh. Yeah, I mean, let's start off with the biggest news of the week. Thanks. Biggest news of the week. Yes. Rest in peace, Joey Moss. Yeah, that's a tough one. Did you ever meet Joey? 
I feel like maybe at like that training camp and they came to Grand Prairie. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't know. Not that I have it in my memory though. I've se- I've seen him around the ring, like at, at games and stuff. I've definitely seen him. Oh yeah, I've seen him. You in person, but I've never. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever actually like had a encounter with him. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I've ever actually talked or met him. I always maybe just when like I the, was younger. Yeah, I like actually one time I was underneath by the locker room. Uh, Jared McCammon took me down there with, mm-hmm. with his uncle Dean when he's playing with the Senators, and we got to see some a few of the Oiler guys. I'm pretty sure he wheeled by with the cart. Oh, it's n- that's n- possible. Now that I'm thinking, he had all the towels and stuff. But anywho, uh, the thing I always think of when I think of Joey Moss is him just belting out the, the anthem, anthem yeah. and just like he used to actually do it. He used to be on the bench all the time. Um, yeah, he used to be on the bench all the time. Then they made him move to like just behind the bench, so. I, I wish I always had one of those seats that were kind of right, right over there him. so you could yeah, just yeah. be just chanting with Joey. Yeah, I that and all the high fives and whatnot. It's actually amazing. I think he's more famous than any of the athletes that have been through Edmonton. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. And him. Connor McDavid. I, who's that guy who played for the Eskimos? Oh, my gosh. I, I know his Ricky name. Ricky Ray? Well, <laughs> that's not who I'm talking about, but. For the yeah, they named know. a they named a stadium after. I'm forgetting. Somebody it, will let us know. Matter. My dad will let us yeah, know. Yeah, it's okay. He he is probably He's the most famous person in Edmonton. in Edmonton. Yeah. So you know, yeah. rest in peace. Joy there's, a huge, there's a huge there's a huge mural. I'm mixing it into the other subjects already. Man, there's a huge mural that someone painted already of him on uh, on. Is that on white? No, I think it's on like. I want to say it's on like 120th Street, maybe or something. I don't know, but either way, uh, no, it's the other way. It's the other way. It's on 80th, 80, 85th, no street. Hmm. So it's like it's a it's so it's that way. Yes. Okay. It's I like keep, uh, I pointed in a direction, the it, west side. It's eight streets or so past Calgary Trail. Thrilling content. We're anyway. Delivering. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so we just wanted to, I mean, say rip to Joey because just a I legend. Mean, the Oilers are not the Oilers without Joey there, so they're gonna have to transition. They should hang like a Joey, um, a Joey Moss banner up yes, in there somewhere. Retire Joey Moss. Yeah, the name. Uh, <laughs> the name. Yeah. Odds are though, okay. Gretz- I, Gretzky brought him in. Fun fact. Yes, he did when he was dating his sister. Really? Yeah, that's how they met. Mm. He was dating Joey's sister. Uh, fun fact: they didn't stay together, but. Joey and so him J- did. So Janet is not Joey's, Joey's older sister. No, a different girl is. Got it. Okay. Vicky, I think is her name. Vicky Moss. Can you imagine if there's a Vicky Gretzky? No, why? What's wrong with Wild. Him? Vicky. With the name? Yeah, Wild. I don't know a lot of Vicky. I know I know one actually a good friend of mine, Vicky. Taiwan. She's from Taiwan. She was oh, in my program. Yeah, at, yeah. Well she... her name her her North American name is Vicky. Hmm. All right. You like Vicky. Does it translate to Vicky, or does she get to choose No, you, you choose. I had, like, a conversation. Well, not a conversation, but there was, like, some exchange students that came one night. We were talking, and, like, I asked them what their names were, and one, I, like, I'm not a word of a lie. One said their name was Avocado. So, like, they're obviously picking. One was Blanche. And, like, white. Yeah, like, French. that's what I said. And then the other one, uh, <laughs> yeah, the other one was something else. So Vicky made a, a very good choice considering yeah. the other options yeah. I heard. Avocado? What are you doing? Well, that's the thing. I don't know if that person was messing with yeah, me. Yeah, maybe they're messing. I don't. Actually, but I don't they think could very they, well have been messing with you. I hope they were, because I don't know why you would want to like 
that's a tough conversation to have when you're like anyone hey, well, what's your name Av- avocado it's like, <laughs> nice is your middle name guacamole or <laughs> my space that is an odd conversation. Yeah, I probably should get away from it. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna dissect this. There isn't much hockey talk, but one thing that did happen oh, this yeah. week. Big news. Mitchell Miller. Every who, time I see before we dive into it, I'll start start this. Yeah, Every fine. time I see this guy's name, I literally I'm always seeing Mitchell Marner. Yeah, and I did. read it and I'm like, what is this guy doing? Yeah, it's very confusing. Because he was blowing up on Twitter. I was like, what's wrong with Marner? <laughs> <laughs> Not him. What did he do now? <laughs> but uh. I will dissect it. Not, like, we're not going to go crazy into it. Um, I guess we'll go one at a time. But Explain what happened. He, so, Mitchell Miller, first of all, he was drafted in the fourth round by the Coyotes two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, whatever that was, the draft. Um, and in the time since, news came out that he was bullied a student with a disability. Um, nobody, I haven't really heard exactly what disability, but it doesn't really matter. Anywho, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a black student with disability, and it has come out, he was 14 at the time, and since then, he's, the Coyotes have now rescinded their pick of him and the University of North Dakota has cut him from the hockey team. He can still go to school there, but I don't believe he gets a scholarship anymore, uh, and he can't play on the hockey team. So that's the gist of what uh, has happened. I have a couple thoughts, because I'm kind of in the middle. I, I agree that he need, something needs to, This is the reason I agree that something needs to happen, because... He wasn't remorseful at any point. He was never like, I shouldn't have done that or like trying to make it better. He was taken to court over the bullying issue. We won't get into exactly what happened. You can look that up yourself. Um, and even after court, he didn't, apo- like he didn't even try to apologize or be better. He continued to bully the <clears throat> Yeah, he got sentenced. To- him and another guy he went- got sentenced to community service. Yes, and then he continued to bully the kids. So. That part, I understand. When you are not remorseful, you have no interest in being better. I can understand why we were all, for lack of a better word, canceling Mitch Miller. However, I do hate the fact that he, he made a mistake when he was younger. And maybe not even just him, but just people in general. It pisses me off that you can't do anything now when your friggin' brain isn't developed, you're young as shit, maybe your friends were pushing you to do it, and you did it, and now it's gonna get out 15 years later and ruin your life. Like, if, and that's not just Mitchell Miller, I'm saying anybody. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know what I've done, I don't remember everything I did in my life, but if I did something that was questionable and all of a sudden someone brings it up 10 years from now when I'm you know, married, or I'm already married, I guess, when I have a kid and a family and I uh, have a job and a life and all of a sudden something I did when I was 15 or 14 is getting me fired and I, like, I can't provide for my family anymore. Like, I'm not saying necessarily Mitchell 
himself didn't deserve some sort of punishment, maybe, or some sort of like, hey, be better. But I just hate the fact that you can't, you can't do it. You can't make mistakes anymore. There's no such thing as mistakes. But I do agree. He needs to be more remorseful. And the, my only other point is, you know, the NHL preaches rehabilitation and they want to help with that stuff, right? Look at Robin Leonard. I mean, that was alcohol, but they, they wanted to help with that. He went into the program. Bobby Ryan, same thing, went into the program. Well, this guy was drafted by an NHL team. By default, he is now property of an NHL team. Why is the NHL not he helping rehabilitate him? Like, what, so if you go to court when you're 15, and then all of a sudden they want you to, like, be this better person, well, when you're 15, you might not understand, like, why. Like, why do I need to be a better person? Hmm. You know, maybe now when he's, he, all this stuff has happened, he sees, like, he's like, oh, my gosh. Like I and I, I I don't know I can't speak for the kid. He could very well be an absolute dickhead. I have no idea. Maybe he deserves this. I just hate that you don't get a second chance. So that's my opinion. I'll let you go, and then we'll see we'll see where we go from here. No, I don't really got too much on it. It's more just I I think he is. I think it was a good thing that uh, Arizona extended his rights because I think it shows one, um, you know that their organization and and the league doesn't, you know, stand by things like that. And I get the rehabilitation aspect of it, right? You shouldn't turn your back on someone. I mean, obviously a little easier because it's just some guy that you've drafted. But this is, I mean, it's such a unique, unique case, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, this is not, I mean, it's not like an alcohol problem or a painkiller problem, you know, that, that they have in the NHL. I think the issue with this case is that, I mean, from what's been said, this guy didn't really show any sort of remorse for his actions until... I mean, everyone really was had kind of, to, yeah. until everyone was aware of it. But I mean, like one of the things he was accused of was eating, um, getting one of this this kid that he is Isaiah Mayer's Crothers, um, eating candy that was placed in a urinal and then like physically in assaulting him. I mean, like I don't care if you're, um, it says here developmentally developmentally disabled or anything, or you're just like you know you're just a, any sort of human. But that is like not okay for like anything. And I don't care if you're fifteen, sixteen. I mean. I think it's eight-year-olds should know that's wrong and that's not allowed. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. So, I mean, yeah, he got, and he got sentenced and, you know, he did his community service. So in that sense, but I also think you got to think, I mean, this, from what happened, he continued to bully the kid afterwards. Um, and this kid also, I mean, obviously he's probably traumatized from it. I mean, you got to think about this, the other side of it too, is this, kids probably traumatized mm -hmm. and now we're seeing that this person who bullied him his entire life is now being drafted in the nhl and like might make a bunch of money and then now this kid's probably thinking well yeah we're all thinking about what what about this guy who's getting canceled but what about me who you know i've just kind of been for lack of a better term shit on my whole life by this kid and now we're all supposed to just kind of like sing his praises and be like give him a second chance i believe he deserves a second chance but i also think he needs to do something you know showing that he's actually like yeah i feel that trying to turn a better corner because i mean it's nice to be sorry but it's one thing to be like sorry after you've been called out and like he's apologizing to everyone and i don't think this kid still has even really talked to him since like i don't know i just the kid doesn't seem like in this situation specifically so i'll speak on he doesn't seem all that emotional i mean now he is obviously because his, his career could be ruined yeah. um but that's more of like a, yeah. a selfish remorse yeah so i just I guess where all my my uh, bother comes from isn't necessarily Mitchell Miller himself. Mm -hmm. you know, 
I this situation, maybe it should go this way, maybe it shouldn't. It's the whole idea, though, now of anything and everything you do can be used in some way against you in in some shape or way or form like and you can see it over the last year how many things have happened like long story short it happened it's the way it's gonna go we can't really change it now but there it is okay we'll move on latitude 55 that's uh that's our vodka we drink their vodka we do drink their vodka Uh uh-huh sometimes we drink too too much much of their vodka yeah but it's good company and you can have it with good company. Yes. All right. Located in Grand Prairie, Alberta, Latitude 55 is rooted in a collaborative love for finely crafted spirits and pride in the place we all call home. They create every spirit with local grains and botanicals and look to the community to find inspiration for unique quality flavors. Every bottle from Latitude 55 is created with hard work and passion. When you get together with friends, you want to relax and enjoy the Alberta way. That's why Latitude 55 created Good Company Vodka, a smooth, easy-drinking product that will leave you and your friends feeling completely satisfied without breaking the bank. Find Good Company at a retailer near you. And if you can't, ask them to bring it in. It's time to relax and enjoy some Good Company. Perfect ad read. I know. I know. I'm just an awesome, awesome guy. All right. Well, we're going to send it in. Transition to football. No. We're going to send it over to Tanner Fritz. Okay. All right. Actually, that's the only thing I'll I'll let go before football. I'm okay with that. Tanner Fritz is uh, a a show guy. Um, You know, he made a quick jump from playing with the Grand Prairie Storm, doing his four years of college, and then within three years out of college, he was... Making his way in the NHL lineup, so playing with John Tavares, exactly. So sniping. Without, without further ado, Tanner Fritz. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Okay, today we are bringing on former member of the Grand Prairie Storm, an AJHL champion, AJHL MVP. Spent four years at the Ohio State, playing with the Buckeyes. He was a captain. In his senior year, spent time in the ECHL, AHL, and of course the NHL with the New York Islanders. And he is a new dad with his wife, Brandy. They had a son, Emmett. So please welcome on Tanner Fritz. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for joining. That was a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he usually, he usually works hard on those intros. So that was, that was a good one. <laughs> That was nice. We, we pull with the intro. Nobody listens after that. So <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, mentioning, yeah, you got a son now. Well, how how old your son, and how's dad life being? Uh, it's good. Uh, he's sixteen months. Uh, sixteen months uh, end of November, or no, seven, he'll be seventeen months end of November. So just turned sixteen months. But yeah, it's busy. It's it was uh, it's been good. A little bit. He's got a little bit of health issues. And stuff like that, but other than that, everything's been good. Uh, I had surgery this se- past season, so I got to spend a lot of time with him, which not many dads get to do their first year, so which was awesome. And I got to enjoy that and through this whole COVID thing. And I guess we just been spending so much time together, so I'm kind of awesome. thankful for that. Yeah, 
So other than that, really can't complain. Dad life's pretty fun. It keeps you busy. I was going to say, like, not that you ever want to get injured, but you timed it pretty well. Like, yeah, it worked, it worked out good. It sucks career-wise, but as a dad and as a family, it worked out, like, perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Middle COVID, season gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how is Who that? Who knows if how is Go the ahead. how how is the the hip feeling then now? Are you are you let's say if the season were like starting on to, or in January, would you be ready to go for camp? Yeah, I feel good now. Uh, it took me a while actually. The whole process it's like a can be anywhere from like four to eight months. The doctor said, and it took me probably like seven eight months to feel somewhat normal. Now I feel I feel good. Obviously, I'll I won't feel like a hundred percent right. So, but I feel a lot better than I did. I was going through a pretty rough time there trying to play through it and just had to get it done. It was just terrible timing for me, but I think just in hindsight, looking at my future and, you know, I don't want to be 40 years old and can't even walk up the stairs or something like that. Yeah. What, what part of the hip was it labral tear? Yeah. Most guys have it. I was just having pain and then I had like a hip impingement too. It's just Mm. like, classic hockey injury yeah everyone has it so (laughs) it's just a matter if you have pain or not so all right i know one of the questions landon had and i guess i'll have it too so it's called the ohio you like ohio it's the ohio is that like the official name of it or is that just something that like that's what we're calling it um i don't really even know the true background story to it but i just i remember always when i first went there everyone called it the ohio state yeah, but like if you any any of the signs they say, like the Ohio State University, some of them. But I don't know who ever started that. I mean, I've never even looked into it. I just know that's what people do, and people just hate it too when you say it. They just cheer <laughs> people. Say, it, so, and if you go there, you give the gears to anyone who doesn't say the Ohio. Yeah, State. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. did you I'm get a, really? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't really like. Like if people ask me where I go to school, I, I would never say the Ohio State. I always just say Ohio State. Like, <laughs> yeah, this guy's you know, kind of the heart of. <laughs> yeah, this guy's an absolute d bag. I'm not gonna be that guy. Have you uh, got the opportunity to go like to a couple football games or anything like that? Yeah, I want, so every year we'd probably go to around two at the start of the season. Like, there's always one game at maybe their first first or second game where all the student athletes get to go and then we get to go on the field and stuff during halftime which is a cool experience and then uh, but they always play like a terrible team where it's uh, they you know win 50 by 50 or whatever yeah and then like it's kind of tough like during this because this our season usually started around i think in november and we couldn't be able to go to any more games really so you get like maybe two in yeah. at the start of the season but you never get to really see anyone you know play any good teams I was gonna say you so never like, you well, never see the ohio state penn state no no we never got to see that in the michigan and stuff like that which yeah. kind of sucks I, i've always wanted to go back and you know obviously my wife being there and we got friends and family there so i'm sure you know yeah. in the future we'll be going to quite a few games yeah absolutely i, I mean let's just stick in the university we'll go back to the storm mm-hmm. after um mm-hmm. How how cool is it? Like you you play in one of the best conferences in the Big Ten. How cool is it to play against universities like Notre Dame, Michigan, Michigan State? Like that's just 
unreal. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. When I first went to school, we were in the CCHA. So we were in that the league for two years, but then they cut that and then they turned it into the Big Ten or whatever. Mm. Which a lot of conferences were mad because the WCHA was some – we got some of their teams, I think. Uh, yeah, is that, is that Minnesota a... and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Minnesota came to the Big Ten. Wisconsin yeah. came to the Big Ten. They said they recreated the football Big Ten. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Which, I mean, so, marketing-wise is a great idea. Oh, yeah, that's the whole reason why they did it. Yeah. But even the, before that, like my first two years when we had the CCHA, it was a good league too, like a good division. And we played some good teams there. We played, like, obviously still Notre Dame. Notre Dame's really sweet. But my yeah. first year when we played them, they basically played in, like, a public rink. Oh. It's like a <laughs> rink. It was like a big – bar? It was weird. It's, it was like – they had a rink and then right they had a huge curtain almost on one side and then on the other side of the curtain was like a basketball area oh, oh wait it's like a, it's like like a, a multiplex. multiplex yeah 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 oh, there you go that's the word it was like a <laughs> multiplex yeah it was so strange that like, is what weird the heck is this but then they got their new rink which is just unbelievable yeah that's and then michigan state's fun if they get fans it's really exciting there that's probably one of my favorite ones actually all right all right Michigan State's fun, and then Michigan's cool, obviously. Cool um, rank. Yeah, just looking at your your stats or whatever from those four years at Ohio, that first year you had, it was obviously just probably a bit of a jump going from junior A with the Storm and then playing at a college div- Division One level. Um, but that second year in those 40 games, you had 37 points, and you seemed to kind of, you know, figure out the college level pretty quick. Um, mm-hmm. what, what was the, was it just knowing what kind of what to expect a little better? That reason that made you so successful in that second year and going forward? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, just the adjustment period, obviously. And then, you know, it was my first time away being from home. I think I struggled a little bit with that. I just wasn't really, I was ready, like, I think physically and, you know, capability, but I just kind of wasn't, you know, there all mentally. Mm-hmm. I think my first year, and I had a little bit of adjustment, and you know, that year we had one of our best seasons. Anyways, we were ranked number one at Christmas. Wow! Mm-hmm. We had like thirteen freshmen on the team. No way! So and you're thinking, at, you're thinking we're set for yeah, the future here. <laughs> yeah, and then after Christmas, we didn't win a game. I don't think. Oh yeah. <laughs> what happens? Like, what happens with like? I mean, to be number one in December, like at that point, you've already played more or less half your season and then yeah. then for things to turn so quick like what happened there I don't I honestly don't even know it, it when we came back from Christmas it's not like we were getting blown out we would lose every game like 3-2 two, 2-1 mm-hmm. like just they're all like real close but like in college it's tough like it can snowball pretty quickly you know yeah. you only play two games then you got to practice and then another two games like it's like the weeks can get pretty long you know what I mean especially when you're losing and I think we had such a young group that I think we we cared and we wanted to win, obviously. But you're having so much fun outside of hockey there. Yeah. There's a lot of outside distraction. And I think especially with like 13, 14, or 13 freshmen, we were just kind of having fun. Yes. That's what it is. You mentioned outside distraction. Was that yeah. like one of the best things when you, you go to American University and the the Ohio State? You get there and campus life is just everything you ever imagined. Yeah, it was just like because my cousin, my cousin played there, 
I forget what year is, man. Oh, maybe 99 to like 03 or something like that. Mm-hmm. He played with uh, Umberger and Kessler there. And, oh, that's sick. Yeah, so he told me everything about university, all the stories, blah, blah, blah. And when I remember when I went on my fly down, I was like, we, I, I was one of the guys who got the party on their fly down. And it was like, uh, awesome. I'm like, oh, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> and then, yeah, when you get down there and you're with a bunch of – you know, we had quite a few Canadians too. So guys that didn't really know what like a big university is like, like just kind of like, it's like overwhelming a little bit, but mm. once you get it, the taste of it, it's just so fun. What if that you can uh, do anything, any night, every night, there's always something going on. Yeah. Unreal. So the fly down yeah. and like how the boys, you know, treated you probably on that, that, that night or whatever you were there. Yeah. Um, is that kind of what sold you on it or like, did you have other offers or what was like, how did Ohio state become your choice? Um, well, I just, from my cousin, basically, he's just yeah. like, and then I, I remember they offered me like after my 16 year old season of junior, and then I went to a couple camps that summer, and my grade—I had terrible high school grades. Like I just mm-hmm. never went Run to the school. Club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't because I'm not smart. It's because I just hated school. I never yeah. went to school. Yeah, high school is not. I was just being, not I was just being dumb. You don't, yeah, you, don't, know. you don't get to study what you want to study in high school. Yeah, it was just kind of—I was just over it, and I'm like, I'm just gonna play hockey. I was yeah. just being immature about it, but. Yeah, um, and then I I committed before I even flew down. Okay. Like I committed when I was before my 17-year-old season in junior, and then I didn't fly down until the year after. All right. I did think you, so I already committed. Did you leave but, in your 20-year-old year? Yeah, I, I had one year junior left. I was supposed yeah. to leave when I was – I committed for when I was 19, I think, or 18. But then mm. my grades were bad after high school. Mm. Or I couldn't get through the clearinghouse. I see. All right. So you had to do some upgrading at GPRC or yeah. what? Yeah. So I did a whole year or year and a half at GPRC. Okay. And then I had to like go in as like a transfer student. It was well, just a mess. I mean. I you... made so many people work hard for no reason. <laughs> at least one <laughs> day, stupid. you know, hopefully if you're, you know, raising a cup over your head, you have a, you have a nice long list of people you can thank. Yeah, Absolutely. The, yeah, I mean, so. you turned it around, though, because you were Ohio State Scholar-Athlete two times <laughs> and, and academic All-Big Ten. So does that mean I you basically were sick on the ice and you're ripping class up, too? Well, I don't think there's such thing as ripping up class <laughs> there. Like, <laughs> unless you're, like, in some, like, if you're in med school or something. Even, like, bi- like people that do business, like, I guys that do business, and, like, yeah. some of their classes weren't even that. Like, some of the classes I took in school was, like, ridiculous. Like, my first, yeah, seriously, my first semester there in the summer, I took, like, African-American studies, um, history, rock and roll. <laughs> like, <laughs> a bunch of us went to like a Motley Crue concert like for <laughs> class it was it was just what a class, like, class I, mean, I had that option real yeah. I'm jealous <laughs> yeah I was like what is happening like I my your first two years you're basically taking like your electives and like uh stupid like I took a lang I just took a language and I took Swahili <laughs> are you fluent <laughs> <Are you laughs> <laughs> no 
you know, there's like on the more people in my classroom. It was so fun. Like it was just, <laughs> I'm like, how do they even have this as an option? Tanner, did you do your Motley Crue book report? <laughs> Or your Motley Crue concert report? No, sorry, I was torqued. I was torqued in the front row. <laughs> Seriously, it was just filled with like forty or fifty year old people in their leather skin suits. It was like Tommy unreal. Lee. I remember Tommy Lee. He was like on the like a like roller coaster playing the drums, like with some chick naked on the back. Like all these was, all these guys are just loving it in the stands. I'm writing a paper. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> it was yeah. It's just oh stupid gosh. stuff like that. But that's unreal, though. Well, I got you. It yeah. got, I got you those awards doing those classes. Yeah, so. seriously. Um, I was a plus student. So I, I guess we'll <laughs> go back to the storm days. Um, was playing for the storm something you always knew you wanted to do, just being kind of a local kid or whatever? Or did you, did you maybe want to go elsewhere? How did that come about playing the storm? Um, yeah, I, I think I always wanted to play there. I'm, I didn't really want to leave, but I remember my before I went in my 16-year-old season with them. I I think Fran just got fired, or he got mm. fired that summer, and then um, Vanny Camp came in, and then Fran was trying to get me to go to Fort Mac. Mm. So I already had like I didn't sign anything with them, but I already had like a situation. Well, like I already had a roommate lined up there and stuff like that. I forget who it was. You need Daniel Carr, actually. Daniel Carr. Mm, I know, know Daniel Carr. <laughs> no, <I don't>. His <laughs> brother. It was with his brother in Fort Mac. I was supposed to live with him, but name rings a bell. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was supposed to go there, and then I remember I met with Vandy like maybe a month, not even before camp. He's like, "Just stay here, blah blah blah." He's like, "I don't know anything about you, but just stay." Like, <laughs> I don't, I can't say you're gonna make the team or not, but I hear good things and. We'll see what happens, and I just decided to stay. Oh man, well, good thing he said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you, uh, when you were gonna like initially, you were gonna play for the Storm? Did you assume Fran was gonna be the coach, or did you have a good relationship with Fran? I, I, I knew him just like very little. Like I didn't, uh, like I had a good season that year in midget, and then that was kind of like when I was starting to get maybe a little bit more interest from junior teams and stuff like that. Mm. So I didn't know him like overly well, but mm. you know, I didn't know I was going to make the team either. I was just like, mm -hmm. he just wanted me to go to Fort Mac because he was obviously probably pissed that whatever is happening in Grand Prairie. So yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to yeah, yeah. try to take as many players from here as I can. Good call. Let's steal their guy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Good thing you stayed though. Cause that second year you won the championship. So yeah. You know, it all worked out. What's a championship run like? Did you guys know from the beginning of that season you had a good locker room in there, and then it just kind of clicked? Yeah, because we had a pretty – like, my first year, we had – you know, we had a good team there, and we lost, you know, a couple good guys. But then we had a lot of good guys coming back, and I think I think guys just had bigger years. Like, Rowney, when I was 16 – he was pretty good, and then he just, like, the next year he just absolutely dominated. Mm. Like him and, you know, Clemmy had a good year that year. Yeah. yeah. Scored a bunch of goals, and then bringing Momo back, at, I think we got him at the deadline was mm. huge. And then we kind of just had everything. Who were the goalies? You know, like, yeah, I don't know where uh, – I don't know if he was in the dub. He might have been a little bit. I think we got him from PG, though. Oh, Trey. The Spruce right. Kings. Yeah, yeah. 
Who are your goalies I that think, season? Uh, Chad Carter and Matt Milne. Yeah, Chad Carter was good. Yeah, and they, I think they won, like, the goalie t- tandem Goalie duo. Year. Was Matt yeah. Milne the one that uh, weared, like, a Dominic Hasek mask? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he, was, he was really good. He was he really was, good. He didn't move in the net, man. It was <laughs> so funny. Yeah, he was super good, though. Really, really good. And uh, unbelievable guy. That's hilarious. Yeah, he was good. Our Both our goalies were good. They were, like, the complete opposite goalies, though. Like, Milne was, like, stood there like a robot, and then Carter would just be, like, flopping everywhere. Overly mobile. Yeah. Dude, relax. Yeah. Like, we're playing rebound? Stop. <laughs> yeah, no. No, we just had everything that year. And then, yeah, we. I don't think – I think we went on a huge run that year and won, like, 17 games in a row. Oh, baby. I did the opposite yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is never fun. No, not fun. No. <laughs> not I on the ice. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, so then, I, the other thing, actually, we didn't ask you about college. Or, I mean, I guess not ask you, but your name captain in your senior year. Is mm-hmm. it are you solely the captain, or is it like football? Because like, college, do they uh, name one? I think every I think teams are different. Uh, the year before that, my junior year and maybe sophomore year, I think we rotated. Okay. Season stuff like, mm. and then if we would sweep, that captain would stay the same. And then uh, my see. senior, yeah. yeah, my senior year, I just had the captain That's for the sick. year. Yeah, which was cool. That was a good experience, even though we were terrible that year. So, did you have to tone down the partying or tone up the partying as captain? No, I toned <laughs> it down. After my junior year, I moved off campus, uh, like okay. 15 minutes away from campus with a guy that was already graduated. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I have to get off campus or like a lot, like three, three years of it is a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But now I wish I would have had more. I could go if I could go back. <laughs> looking back at you, like wow. Which yeah, one? looking back, I was like, well, I'm dumb. I, but yeah, probably I benefited to, you. Like, yeah, health wise and mental health wise, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just yeah. There's just too many. There's just so many good stories, so many good memories that I have. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's a good memory that you were part of. <laughs> that uh, storm line brawl. What were you doing mid mid storm line brawl? <laughs> I was in the stands. I got healthy scratch. Oh, brutal! Yeah, yeah I know. But I have or, like the best story of it because I guess I should have said bench bro. Yeah, aren't it was kind of yeah, it was kind of everything. It was hilarious though because <laughs> I obviously the video you see Ricky cross check that guy from oh, behind, yeah. and then he gets pumped. <laughs> gets he gets sent to the box and. Everything starts happening, and then one of their healthy scratches came to the penalty box with Ricky, and he's like, I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. Ricky grabbed him by the tie and then just fucking tuned him with one. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's so rattled. I'm just watching this in the stands. I'm like, what is happening? So we make – I don't know who was healthy scratch with me, but we made our way to the locker room, and everyone else was in there after everything was going down, and this – we're just standing outside the locker room, and that guy that got punched by Ricky comes down to our locker room. It's me, Vandy, and whoever was healthy with me. 
and this guy's like trying to get in our room and Bandy's like, I'll let you in there if you really want to, but I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was so steamed. Like, he's like, I'm going to kill him. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like watching this. I'm like, this is unbelievable. We're like, let's just, yeah, go ahead. Go in the room. <laughs> but he never did, which was smart yeah. of him. But it was so funny. Ricky was such a shit on the ice, man. That's a legendary video, though. I don't know how many times oh, I've watched that. I've watched it so many times. I don't even – I I can't remember even why he did it. It's just I think he's yeah. just, he was one of those guys that had, like – Wires crossed. Like, yeah, big time. And just would do <laughs> stuff like that, and it was so funny. He's a lawyer now, though, is he not? <laughs> I know. He's like the – a nicest human being off the ice, but, <laughs> yes. which is always the case, man. It is always the like case. Psychos on the ice, but then off the ice, you're like, how? How do you do that stuff on the ice and then be this normal <laughs> off the ice? Is this that, the same guy? That's how they take out their anger, so they're not grumpy in day to day life because they. Throw yeah, that is true. Out there. <laughs> I was looking. Um, so that one year that you were with uh, in Ohio State, did they not win the national title, the national championship one year you were there? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, I think the, I don't know, what, my junior year? or might have been my senior year, actually. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. Are you saying their football team? Yeah, they're not. Sorry, the oh. football team, yeah. Was campus just going wild? Oh, yeah. It was, every year they were good except my freshman, my freshman year. They oh, yeah, They're always good. But then after that, they were so good. And then they had that – went undefeated that one season, but then they weren't allowed to do all the – bowl game or something they had i forget what kind of shit shit they had going on but they really had like they went 12 and 0 and they were like probably you know contender to win it all but they weren't allowed to go to the championship i forget what happened there didn't baker mayfield play there first no 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 joe burrow did oh that's what i meant yeah then he transferred transferred. yeah yeah Yeah. i knew one of them transferred but that yeah, year they won the national championship. I, they like because they won it that year, and they were on like their third string quarterback in the national <laughs> yeah. final. Because like I all the guys who's Braxton went down JT, first. Is JT something? Yeah, uh, J- yeah Braxton JT went Brack- down because he was like lights out, and then he, JT Bear went in. He was unbelievable, and then he got hurt, and then this big dude came in Cardell, and he would just sling the ball. Yeah, and then I remember everyone was saying he should enter for the NFL draft because he might – Just that for was the one highest, game? It was the highest stock that this guy ever had. Oh, my God, yeah. I, I forget if he went – if he did go to the draft that year. I think he took a year and he waited and he played another season. And then I think he that's played. when – Did he? And then he did, I think, end up getting drafted eventually next season. By the Bills? Yeah. That's I forget who drafted right. him, but, yeah. I remember because everyone was like – amazed by because he could just throw the ball like so far yeah college quarterbacks not a lot of them can just like sit there and throw the ball and he was just a big I remember there was this I don't know was it from the 50 or whatever he can be like 1d and throw it like to the end zone oh yeah he just absolutely chuck it all right, we're going to get back to that interview with Tanner Fritz in just a second but first we want to talk about GP Brewing Co one of our favorite sponsors open your mouth to better beer that's just what you're going to find in Mercury Strong 7% Lager, a great beer that you can drink a lot of for far less than the competition. When you and your friends are looking to crack a cold one after hockey, on the golf course, or maybe just around the house, Mercury Strong is the way to go. Support local, enjoy a quality product for far less. Ladies and gentlemen, like 
I can't say this one enough. I love the Mercury Strong Seven Percenters. They, they, when I drink seven percent beers, usually they're not uh, tastiest. They kind of that extra two percent really kicks in. It's it's not the best. But when I see this Mercury Strong Seven Percent Lager and I drink it, it it tastes just like an old beer. It's such a smooth, easy drinking beer. Um, it's honestly my favorite. Um, from the GP Brewing Co. wants to drink. Um, I'm you know I'm picky. I'm I'll not picky with beers. I don't like a lot of beers, but the beers I do like. They got a special place in my heart, and that's what Mercury Strong 7% has with, with me here. So please go check it out, especially you Grand Prairie listeners. You know, you got the easiest access to it. So go check out that Mercury Strong 7% um, and enjoy it with some buddies. Um, but yeah, thank you again, GP Brewing Co. is coming on for a sponsor. We love you guys. And now, back to Tanner Fritz. Did you ever get a like party with any of those guys or hang out with the, um, the sports crew like mixed together at all? Yeah, we were good buddies with like uh, you know some of the baseball guys, mostly the lacrosse guys. Yeah, mm. they're kind of similar. Uh, some of the wrestling guys, those guys are crazy. Oh, I'd well, imagine that's interesting that you get along with the lacrosse guys because Eddie is in BU right now, like Brett Edwards. Yeah, he doesn't he, like them. They don't get along. well. They don't get along there apparently. So really, yeah, just a bunch of alphas. They, just, they love to party. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cross guys love to party, so maybe I don't know. We got along pretty good. Some of the football guys you would see, I bet you they're they're you know, yeah. Some of them are like, some are all right, but you know, so, some of them go out and they're just like surrounded. You know what I mean? Mm. Like this guy's be, gonna be like, in the NFL, so everyone's trying to get close to him. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like it's probably I don't. Know, some of them probably love it, but. Kind yeah. of what it wouldn't even be fun, you know. Mm-hmm. You always have eyes on you. You know what I mean. Yeah, everything you do. As soon as you, yeah, as soon as you make one mistake, you're screwed. And they, I mean, you can't mistake a guy. He's 300 pounds and six foot, exactly. whatever. Like everyone knows probably you're a there, football you know player. <laughs> that's the same thing I thought when I watched like the Michael Jordan documentary. I mean, that's next level. But like that guy, yeah, he'd have his moment in his hotel room, and then as soon as that door opened, like he's Michael Jordan. Like you can't miss him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Remember, well, he just came out with that statement about he's like, I couldn't live in the Twitter or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. which he said is it'd get to his head. Yeah. yeah, it'd be terrible. Like the social media now, like anything you do, like no matter what, even that uh, Lapisic kid or whatever. Oh, Leipzig. Yeah, Brendan. Leipzig. Yeah, Leipzig. Yeah, like all that stuff. Like, how the hell does that get? That's like your private conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I know it is wild. And just ruined him. Yeah, because he's sucks. he's over gotta... in Russia now. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. Um, yeah, would you ever go to Russia? Uh, me, me. Depends where it is. Well, I guess. Would non-dad Fritz ever go to Russia? It, yeah. If even if I like right now, I, you know, I could, I would still maybe because you can make really good money over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you have to play well. You have to go there and, you know, have one good season, like decent yeah. season. And then I think after that, like, you're pretty set, set, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like, it's pretty I, good hockey. Like. And it would be a hell of a story to always have. For sure. Like, uh, that team in China, the Kunlin or whatever, they wanted yeah. me to go there last, uh, two years ago. The, the Foo Brothers I'm, are there now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like – I know a guy that went there and like, man, they would travel so far. Oh yeah, oh, yeah well they're going from China to <laughs> Russia. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I mean, it, like, even if you're in Russia, that itself is not close. 
No. <laughs> like, on the plane, like, say you had to take, like, a 10, 15-hour flight, and then you got, like, one day to recover, and then we got to play. Like, it'd be freaking hard, man. Oh, yeah. Brutal. I would not want to get up for, like, any practices at all. I'd just be like, this no. is my nap time. Like, I got to yeah, recuperate seriously. the next flight. Yeah, I don't know how that some of those guys do it, but. Yeah, I, I would definitely go overseas. I don't know if Russia would be my first choice, but yeah. there's so many good leagues out there. Yeah, there are lots. Um, so then this year, the well, I guess I guess I'm not gonna go skip to this year. Let's go. Let's go to the show now, or AHL. You went from, so you signed with Missouri in the EC. Is yeah, that, they recruited you, I assume. Uh, yeah. And then or you, kind of, I don't know. Yeah. You tried out, is that correct, for Bridgeport while you were in Yeah, there? Yeah, so they just basically send up guys. Because we were – Bridgeport was affiliated with Missouri. Oh. So, basically, like, bring all the guys on the – or most of the guys on the coast deal to Bridgeport to fill out camp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I was confused because so they're no longer affiliated with – No, they're with uh, – Calgary, Stockton. Bridge- yeah, yeah. We're with uh, Worcester now, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you I, you go to camp basically to practice a few times and then play one game, and then they just send you down. All right. It's basically – They saw you, you and were like, let's pull them up. So. Yeah, well, I played decent in camp or whatever, and the coaches are like, yeah, you're pretty – you're actually pretty good. We had no – we know nothing about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, right on. And they're like, yeah, go down to the coast and, you know, play well, and maybe we'll see you later on or whatever. Basically, it's just like see you later. Yeah. And then I went to the coast, and we did camp there, and and then all the guys we had that year that season, like they kind of stacked their roster for the American League and in the coast. Yeah. So they had a bunch of guys in the coast, like on uh, American League two ways. Yeah, yeah. So a bunch of those guys came down after, after me, and then I didn't play in Missouri for like ten games. It was healthy oh, scratched. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what the heck is happening? I'm like, do I even want to do this? Yeah, absolutely. Am I gonna grind it out? <laughs> Making like seven hundred bucks a week. Yeah, that's, that would, that'd be brutal. But then you got called up. So you you scratch for 10 games, and then they pull yeah. you up. I play our – I got scratched for, like, 10 games, and then I started to play. But I would only play as, like – in the coast, you play as – you played 10 forwards. Oh, okay. what the – That's weird. Yeah. So you only play 10 forwards. That's, so I'd be the 10th forward. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be the 10th forward for, like, five games. Front so I'd legs. rotate in. And I was like, this is awful. Like, this isn't even fun. And then I finally got to play, and I started playing, like, a ton and then doing well. And I got called up around, like, February, I think. Uh-huh. And you stayed so, up. And you did well there, like, yeah. 19 games, 12 points. Like, not bad. Yeah. I just played, like, when I first got called up there, I just, like, played fourth line for a bit. And then – you know, injuries happen so much in pro hockey. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, you're like, no way I'm getting called up or no way I'm going to do this. One one week you have six lines in practice. The next week you don't even have a full roster. Like, yeah, that's wild. Things happen so, yeah, things happen so fast. And once you get an opportunity, you got to try to make the most of it. And the opportunities are always there, though. That's 
the crazy thing. I was gonna say, like you, you, the matter of two years, you went from the East Coast League to the show. So yeah, like it's people are always like, oh man, there's no opportunity. Like you'd see draft picks, like draft picks all the time, just drive me insane. Because they're baby, they're so all of them are baby. Like <laughs> they get it so easily. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they're gonna get and they're like shot oh, after shot. Yeah, they're like, oh man, I'm not getting a chance. I'm not getting a chance. I'm like, you're 21 years old and you're playing in the American Hockey League. Like your life's pretty good right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are you guys I mean? that are like 34 in this locker room. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just work, work hard and do the right things, and your chance will come. Like, <laughs> and they say the AHL like it's a bad thing, but it's the second best league in in North America. You know, like yeah, it's, people it's, give it a bad rap, but it is. The longer I played it, it's the hardest. It's the hardest league. It's hard. It's way harder than national. Because everyone's trying to grind to get that spot, so they're all. Yeah, and you you bus everywhere. You're always hungry. Yeah, like it's (laughs) you play three and threes, which is uh, Bridgeport plays a lot of them, which is just it's insane. Yeah, like on the weekends. Yeah, we like I don't know how many we'd have. Maybe like twelve a season. Oh my gosh. So you say you play Friday in Providence is two hours away. We'll play there. Saturday, you play at home. Then Sunday, you play at like two, three. Yeah. Jeez. And like, get, say you're a guy that plays – you know, it's – Sundays, like, everyone's – no one wants to be there. You basically feel like you're hungover. It's – Yeah. It's hard. People don't – and the thing is that people work so hard in the league. Is the always hungry thing true about that league? Oh, the more you play in it, dude, like, it's just people work so hard. Everyone works hard. Uh-huh. Like, there's no, like, base – there's no really, like, first-line guys that are just kind of floating around. Like, yeah, everyone's working hard. And then I feel like the third and fourth liners are working even harder because they're just, like, scrapping for a paycheck, you know? Yeah, yeah. 100%. What – what was that moment like for you um, then when you finally got the call, the call up to the big leagues, the NHL? Um, where were you? How did that come about? Yeah, I was uh, here. It was uh, New Year's Day, I think. Yeah, New Year's Day. And, yeah, they just pulled me in after practice, asked me to come in the office, and they just told me that I was going up. And just freaking, I was just so excited and shocked kind of at the same time. And then mm-hmm. we – Called my parents immediately. They were so pumped. They just tried to figure out how they could get here. We played the next day at home against Boston. So my dad and my brother, actually, they took a red eye and got there. Did you know for sure that you were going to be in the lineup? No, because I remember they told me, and then I, I like, left, got my gear. And then I'm like, oh, call my parents. And then I – like, I don't even know if I'm going to play. So I went in, talked to my coach. I'm like, do you know if I'm going to play? And they're like, no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of like – there was like three home games that week. We played Boston like Tuesday, and then it was like – or actually we went to Philly Thursday, and then we played again Saturday or Sunday against Jersey at home, I think it worked mm-hmm. out to be. So three chances. Yeah, so like three chances. Like, we'll just come, and then, you know, they'll probably play. Did you end up playing? Yeah, I played against Boston. Oh, that was my good. first game. And then I, I went – we played Philly the next day and or two days later in Philly, and I took – I played terrible. 
And then actually we played the next night against Pittsburgh at home and I had a couple buddies come and I got healthy scratched. Oh, brutal. <laughs> so they didn't even get to watch and they booked their flight for like Thursday to Saturday. And then Sunday we played against Jersey and I got to play that game. Oh, damn. <laughs> would, you, would you have played against R- Rowney then? If you No, was... we, ne- we never got to play against each other. Ah. Every, I think I played Pitt maybe three times. And every time, I think he was hurt. I got scratched the first game. And then the second game he was hurt. And then, like, the third game he was scratched. Oh, my gosh. It's... But so... one, one, one game he was out for warm-up, so – there you go. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Give away. Counts or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of curious more, I guess, diving into just the emotional aspect of it. So, I mean, walking into an NHL building for the first time, even just taking warm-ups. I mean, that's every kid's every kid's yeah. growing up playing hockey. So, I mean, you, you know, you're a professional. You, you're supposed to be, you know, pro's pro. But still, at some point, you got to be a kid looking in that situation. Like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, it was like – so surreal obviously and everything happens so fast you just want to like enjoy it all you know what I mean mm-hmm. like soak it in as much as you can and but at the same time like it's like your job you know what I mean yeah so, there's a weird balance know. it's yeah it was tough I I I struggled with it like I was just so nervous you know I never expected myself to be there like you know, once you get there, you're like, well, I'm actually here, you know, and I mean, you're like playing against, you know, people you've been watching for how many years. You're like, yeah. this is crazy. Like, am I really that good or can I play here? You're like yeah. doubting yourself. Or playing with guys like that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You're just a little, I was so nervous. I remember, you know, I, whatever, I played 10, I remember my first 10 games, I maybe had one decent game. I'm like, man, I'm playing like crap and I'm still getting a chance. Like, yeah. just go play. And then, you know, halfway through that, my stint up or whatever, I just, I got a little bit more comfortable and I started to play better. And, you know, I wish I could take those whatever first 10 games back and just would have been like, just go play. Like, don't yeah. worry about it. Just go play. Like, That'd be the best advice I could give a younger guy. Like, just go have fun. Like, you've been playing the game for how long? I know it's your job, whatever. But you know, you just got to go have fun, go play. Like, was there a vet on the team that kind of, or like a guy on the team that sort of helps you transition, or someone that you could maybe you know talk to you about it just a little bit? Or yeah, everyone was really good in the room and stuff. All the guys are. I think that's why New York's such a good team now. There's like, yeah. You know, they're not, like, the best, the highly skilled team, but I think, like, the camaraderie in the room was what's so good about them. Like, everyone gets along good. Everyone's nice, you know. There's no big ego in the room, you know, mm-hmm. which is nice. But my time up there, I had a lot of fun. You know, like, Chimera was an unbelievable guy. Ooh. He's, like, yeah, unbelievable guy. He's the nicest guy ever. He's hilarious. Um, Boy Chuck's a good dude. What uh Oh go ahead, sorry. Just like those older guys are just you know, been around forever and they have so many good stories about yeah. Uncle you know, Leo stuff. Uncle Leo <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy's hilarious. Is he, is he a weird dude, that guy? <laughs> no man, he's so funny. <laughs> like he's like he'd be hilarious. Yeah. Just one of those guys you like kinda have to have in the room. Yeah, yeah. 
he's like it's just pure comedy with the guy I, okay i gotta ask this one because we're both huge leaf fans what yeah. what's what's jt like like what's his demeanor like i would just say he's like similar to what he's like in his uh like he's, interviews you know what i mean exactly like that i, I was wondering if he uh, yeah i didn't get to know him like that great on like a personal level yeah yeah you know i kind of just Hung out with Not, the fourth uh, liner. Stayed away. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, kind of stay. I played with him though. Which oh, was yeah. Cool. yeah, that's true. Your first goal, you sniped over Dubnik. Your first guy that you gave yeah. up was JT. JT, but yeah, I remember I got we got a couple games together. I played on his line for a bit, which is pretty funny. Yeah. That's well, funny. yeah, this is fun. <laughs> but pretty special, uh, yeah. yeah, that was cool. But he, yeah, he's kind of the same. He's just like you know he's pretty business-like you yeah know what i mean yeah yeah so i don't know like he's a nice guy but he's just I, I didn't really get to know him at, like on a personal level yeah, so it's hard fair. for me to be like yeah this is what he's like but i would just say he's kind of like the picture i got him was kind of like the way he is and he's just kind of yeah. serious yeah. business-like you captain, know what i mean captain serious captain. what about like <laughs> yeah. what about like barzell is he is he as good as in person as he's like Watching that kid play, where you just like, you dude, you're so young and you're just that good. Like, yeah, I think that year too, like, especially with the coach they had, it was just like kind of more like open ice, go kind of do what you want, create yeah. as much offense as, if, as you want, basically. And now they're a little bit more tighter defensively, the team. So, yeah, yeah he's like, when he really turns it on, like, he's. I think he's probably one of the one of the best like possession game guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, he loves that. He loves having the puck. Loves. But mm -hmm. same time, like it's hard to play with too. I think. Yeah. Fair mm -hmm. enough. You know what I mean? You have the you gotta have the right kind of guy to play yeah. with a guy like that. Yeah. Guys gotta you gotta read off him, which is not always easy to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's sure. the same thing with like Connor McDavid and trying to find line mates for him. Like, yeah, he's the best player in the world, but you know, there's only so many people that can play with that guy. Exactly, and it's just kind of you know it's a little, a little bit tough. They don't play like the typical hockey, you know. That yeah. You grew up playing, you know. Yeah, like, and they would, yeah, they're circling around all over the ice. You know, you don't know where they're gonna be all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So of playing like a different game. So what's next then? Let's assume the season were to start in January. Like, what what would be your goal coming into this next season? Um, and kind of where do you see yourself going? Oof, just to play, man. I just want to play again. Yeah. I feel right. like I haven't played in so long. Well, you haven't. Now, especially, I really haven't. It's been over a year. Yeah. Which sure. is crazy. And, you know, having like back to back injuries and, and then COVID. Kind of terrible timing and then COVID. Yeah. So I just want to play, be healthy, and yeah. I guess see what happens. I you know, I, I'm assuming I'll start in the American League, which is fine, but yeah. yeah. Like, Guys never think like you know. People think it's over, but there's so many chances. Yeah, there's yeah. So, you know, everything happened like so fast. Like I said, but really, like there's always injuries. Everyone's you hate to see it, but there's injuries that happen all the time. Mm -hmm. So what's the training people, aspect for you then? Like it's obviously a little different. I mean, a year over a year off the ice. I mean, obviously yeah. you're still on the ice, you know, but there's nothing like mm -hmm. you know game game action. So what what's yeah what's the biggest hurdle for you there? Um, I don't know, like. 
I think I'm just going to be like super excited to play, you know, obviously with COVID happening, like I see, you know, whatever, I haven't played in a year, but everyone else is kind of, once you get like, once you're like a month from not playing, it's kind of the same, you know? Yeah, that's fair. As a guy missing a year, like obviously you're not going to be ready for game speed, but that's what camp comes for. And, you know, getting a couple exhibition games, but just the timing aspect of it, I guess. But, mm-hmm. you know, same time, like, not playing for a year, it's been kind of nice. Like, I haven't – this is the longest I haven't played hockey in a long time, and it makes you kind of want it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Act, that's so a little be, bit more excited. Kind of, like, relights the fire, hey? Yeah, kind of more excited for it, and kind of makes you appreciate the game and, I guess, want it a little bit more. Yeah. Wake up every day, go to the rink, play some hockey. Yeah, you know. Before I would sometimes dread that, but now I'm like itching to get back. Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. You don't know Never, what you have until it's gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, see what happens. I don't know. Oh man, totally just blanked out of my question. You got another one? No, I was gonna say I hope one day I can uh, see you rocking the blue and white with the Leafs. I know you're at the Islanders, but <laughs> you know, hopefully we can get you in a package here someday. Seriously, I'd love to play in Canada. It'd be sweet. It would be. That would be unreal. I mean, the me. I mean, it would be kind of. I don't I mean, think I'd play in Toronto, but yeah. The media is. Yeah. Where would you? The media you doesn't care about fourth line guys, though. That's true. Where? That's true. Um, I don't know. I, don't I love know. that you just paint yourself a, a four, like I'm just like I'm. That's me. <laughs> fourth third liner, yeah, just hired <laughs> player. Skate around as fast as you can, hit everything, and block shots. Yeah. Put, put one in the back. People make a living off that, man. Oh yeah. You're damn right. Well, I mean, not everyone can, I mean, there's only so many, you know, top six positions. And if, you know, growing up your whole life, being a top six player, you get to the NHL, everyone is a stud. Exactly. You got to, if you're not going to work your way into that top six, you got to learn how to adapt. I think that's probably what makes a lot of players so successful. And probably the reason why you've had, you know, the opportunity to jump up so quickly from the UCHL to the NHL. Yeah. People just don't understand how valuable, like, two-way game is like not many people can do that you know yeah. not p- many people can go center to wing i'm like mm-hmm. you know guys are like i only can play this wing i'm like well you're probably only going to be in this league then because you can't <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know especially younger guys are like oh i just want to score i'm like well yeah. it's go not that easy go play your beer league at home <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it just doesn't work that way yeah. And it's easier to grind than it is to score. So that's true. And Especially there's less when you're pressure. Only playing, yeah, eight minute, eight minutes a game, and you only take defensive draws or neutral zone draws. You get no offensive time. People are like, "Why doesn't he score anymore?" I'm like, <laughs> you guys do you don't Why? understand like, hockey. Like you look at where I'm playing in on the game. Yeah, <laughs> just open your eyes when you're watching the game. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, man. People are unbelievable. Uh, okay, I remember my question. This is more like just a, a question I have from what, like practicing with you when you would practice with the Storm. Did, yeah. had, was your shot like a natural shot, or did you have to work at that? Because you got a lethal wrist shot. Um, I don't. I never. I've always had like a pretty good release. Yeah. And I just worked on it a little bit in the summer, but I would never. I never spend like hours shooting you know you didn't shoot at your might... dryer like Sidney Crosby <laughs> no <laughs> I would never do I never do that like and then 
you know, as a kid, I never really worked on my game until I got older, like in juniors, and I'd yeah. start. But even now, like, you know, taking whatever year off the ice, and then I started skating a little bit this summer. Like, I came back, and, like, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just natural for me. Yeah, it no, just, fair it's enough. It's just always, you know what I mean? But I'm I just still, wondering. I always, always work on it. I was just wondering because you come down absolutely snipe on our storm goalies and they have no chance. Storm. Yeah, but I don't know. For some people, everything comes naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So fair. maybe that's for me, but I do work on it a little bit, but nothing like some of these other guys. Mm. Yeah. It's been right. days and hours in the gym. I don't love hockey that much. <laughs> I love um, it, but not that much. All right. Well, I mean, we, I don't think we got too many more questions. This is awesome to have you on talk about. Yeah, no, I appreciate Prince. it. So uh, I actually actually have one more question. Are you a Browns fan or a Bengals fan or a, a fan of another <laughs> team? Uh, if I had to cheer anyone, I'd probably do the Browns. Like my wife's family all like a little bit because she's from Cleveland. So they, yeah. they kind of ha- – everyone has to cheer for the Browns. <laughs> but they, I what was it last year they went – I don't know if they won a game. They, well, they, having like a the they lost today, so. 2017, I think they were 0-16. 0-16, I think they had a celebration for it in Cleveland. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they, had, a, they had a parade, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Or, I don't know if it was last year. They might have won, like, one game. And it was, like, the last game of the season, so they didn't have the celebration or something <laughs> stupid like that. Everyone, but everyone's mad. What was it? What was the score today? They played the Raiders. Yeah, they played the Raiders, which is my, which is my favorite team, and the Raiders won sixteen six. What a brutal game! Oh my god! <laughs> no doubt. How was Baker? I don't know. I didn't get to watch. I mean, if they, I'm I'm assuming they probably just kicked two I, field. Yeah, goals. Yeah, I was just saying so that's either two been. field goals or one touchdown and, and a missed point. I feel like Baker's not going to be in the league very long. Yeah. No, I don't know. I feel like we're at the point now where it's been this is like his third or fourth year, and we're still not seeing like really too many strides being taken. Yeah, he just yeah. kind of stays the same, you know what I mean? Other than last week when he got whatever offensive player of the week, but yeah, he's, yeah but that's like once in a it's a once in a blue moon that happens. Yeah, he hasn't had a good game in a long time, and then that game happens, and everyone's like, Baker's back. He's back. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's it. He's not back. It's like Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, Trubisky. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they kicked they kicked two field goals, so he did not yeah, did not have any. He did not have a day. No TDs. <laughs> but yeah, all right, that was that was great. Yeah, well, no, thanks for coming on. Right. Yeah, no problem. Down there. It was really good talking to you. Um, good luck. Hopefully the season comes on soon, and then hopefully we see you in the big leagues sniping over guys' shoulders oh. again. <laughs> Absolutely. See you guys. See ya. Appreciate it. Thanks again. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you very much to Tanner Fritz, Grand Prairie legend, member of the. Bridgeport Sound Tigers and also the New York Islanders up in the big NHL. Not a big deal. So it was really good to have him on. We appreciate that. Um, We're going to dive into our football locks. I'm looking because like so the week is still going on from our previous week here. Um, But I know I had the Saints locked against the Bears and I'm pretty sure the Saints just kicked the. They hit the field goal post. A doink. Ooh, a doink. Just a single doink. did you have the Titans over the Bengals? Yeah. Yeah. We both, Bengals won. I lost Did that. we both have that? I don't know, but I definitely lost Yeah. It. And then... I did have the Chiefs, though. We, yeah, and we had the Bills over Patriots, I think. Yeah, I did. I locked that up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Hopefully, I didn't take the Packers. Packers lost. Well, 
reason we're not exactly sure about what our picks from last week were is because we're down a man this week, producer, producer Brett. Brett. He um was he at good yeah, night. yeah, he was at the Halloween party and just he had a good night. Yeah. Hurting today. So we're giving him some extra Z's. We are still using his basement, of course. Yeah. We're uh, here. He's yeah, sleeping. He's upstairs. We're downstairs grinding. Axe of the grindstone. Um so we're gonna go to the week nine locks. Um Landon, you wanna go first? Yeah, I I mean I'm just looking at them right now. I'm gonna th- okay, definitely taking the Steelers over the Cowboys. That's a lock. Uh, I'll ooh, jeez, there's some decent matchups here. Bless ooh. you. Jalen just sneezed. Uh, I'm also gonna lock up. Oh, here's a here's a there's some wonky games. Lo- I'm gonna take uh the Chiefs. I'll lock them up. And man, there's some wicked matchups this week. Hard to pick locks. Um, I will lock up, you know what, I'm going to lock up the Buffalo Bills over the Seahawks. Ooh, that's a bold one. I wouldn't touch that game with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> um, I'm going, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs over the Panthers. They're just a pretty good team, that, that Chiefs team. Um, oh, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Dallas Cowboys. I, I yeah. cannot take. I, I cannot bet one. against the Steelers. Yeah, one. definitely taking that one. And then you had a risky one, so I should probably take a risky one as well. It's not as risky, I don't think, but I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers over the Green Bay Packers as a lock. Wow. Lock it up. That is, that's also a bold move. I didn't think the 49ers have played this week, so they can get stomped. They can get stomped this week, and I still would lock them up. You know, because the Packers, they lost today. They're in shambles. Yeah. Drew Brees is out but of his prime. The fact not that Drew they Brees, lost, well, he do you really think Aaron Rodgers is going to let them yeah, lose Rogers. again two weeks in a row? Didn't they lose last week? No. Who did? I thought they played the... When did they play the Buccaneers? Week? Oh, there that was last week. Yeah. Or so two weeks ago? I'm going to look it up. That was week seven? Last week was week seven. This week's week eight. Okay. Um... No, because that was against the Raiders. They beat the Buccaneers. Beat the right, Raiders last right, week. Right, right. Doesn't look like they played. They were on by. They were on a by. So, oh, sorry, they beat the piss out of the Texans, thirty-five ah, twenty. There you go. So, yeah, maybe they won't lose. Maybe my lock will be Tua Tuggle Tuggle Tua one Tua Tugger. <laughs> All right, Tua Tugger. Uh, he won his first game. Yeah, and, and that game had a fumble recovery for a touchdown on the defense and a punt return. Miami had a punt return. Wow. So, good how many, game for... Uh, how many yards is the punt return? Do you know? 88. Wow. 88 that's yards. A good that's, that's a badass punt return. Hey, the Raiders won, beat the Browns. That's good. It's good for me. That Browns suck. Yeah, love the Raiders. Uh, Bears are beating the Saints. 10-3 right now. Oh, lordy. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Who else won this week? The Steelers, I hope Michael Thomas Steelers beat the Ravens. Anywhere. Ravens had a chance to win it right at the end. Yeah. Couldn't get it done. Couldn't get it, but the Steelers are still undefeated. That's mm-hmm. impressive. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, we forgot Thursday night. That was, that was so long ago. Um, the Falcons beat the Panthers. Oh, the Falcons won a game. Yeah. Yep. Teddy Bridgewater got leveled. Bengals beat the Titans. That's wild. Go yeah. Burrow. Titans are on the hot seat. Okay. So. Man, I thought Cleveland was going to be... Like, I actually am surprised they didn't beat the Raiders this week, but Well, they don't got Odell. Five like they're five and three. Like they're not They're the most streaky team ever. Yeah. Like they'll be good one like, week they're and good, the but they're not like great, you know? Yeah. So I wonder if they'll make playoffs. Anywho. Uh oh, this is what we got. We got a 
We got a new sponsor for our segment we brought up last week called uh, Hockey Guy. It is now CNG Rebels Hockey Guy. Uh, Thank you, CNG Rebels. This week, Libby's going to be answering the question. And uh, my <laughs> question for you is, so you had a good night last night. You went out, had some fun. How do you think that plays in your hand going forward? And do you think you could benefit from that? Well, you know, I think looking back at last night and just kind of reevaluating um, what Peyton and I did kind of as a team out there, you know, we had definitely had fun. We had some liquor. Um, we, can't, we can't deny that. Um, so I think in the moment, we thought it was, it was a really good time. It was a good idea. But looking into the future, how this affects us, I think it's going to be pretty detrimental, not just to me, but just to kind of us as a franchise. We're going to be a little slower today. Um, the, the one hour that we gained last night of partying is just another day, another hour of suffering that we gained on the Sunday. Um, so I think what Peyton and I are going to have to do today is probably just get some water in us, um, a lot of electrolytes and hopefully we get, you know, we get a good dinner on the plate tonight. That's also, that's going to be huge for us. So I think after if we can get through Sunday and then the Monday blues, that'll always come after we get through Monday. I think after that future's bright, future's bright. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Wow, that was good. That was uh, I love hockey questions. Yeah, that was like that was perfect. You have to throw weird words in like detrimental. Yeah, <laughs> it was really detrimental. Like to the w- one random word <laughs> along with all your super generic terms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, you know, and it was obviously. Yeah, I like obviously. That's my yeah. That one. is your favorite word. Obviously, yeah, that's a good one. All right, uh, we got the U-Haul a-hole and a-lister. Yeah, you wanted to go first, right? Sponsored by U-Haul, yeah, but I gotta tell them all about U-Haul in case they're in case they're moving. I actually well, actually, U-Haul. you don't even need to be moving. You just have to be moving something. Yeah, like you or, don't have to move your house. You can or move if something. You just wanted to drive one of those That's bad true. units around you town. You could just drive one of those empty. sweet units. I would. So you could, you know what you could do? Actually, no, you probably shouldn't do this. Edge could use, or the academy could use it for their, their clothes. Yeah, their, their they could van. just rent it. I mean, that'd be yeah. kind of not a good business decision but be great for maybe u-haul could like give them a discount because they're gonna use it lots use promo code a 20 <laughs> <laughs> okay are you looking for trucks trailers storage u-box containers or moving supplies founded in 1945 u-haul is your one-stop shop for do-it-yourself moving and self-storage u-haul rental trucks are specifically engineered from the ground up to assist moving families not freight. Oh, there you go. Okay, so that ruins all my plans. Never mind. Their moving trucks have more safety features than other moving trucks in the industry, including gentle ride suspension and high visibility mirrors to assist the driver. So actually, maybe if you're not a good driver, you should rent one of these so you could use the high-vis mirrors to help you out. You could learn. I I love the idea of those high-vis mirrors because there's so many people. I've driven at night a couple times on the way home from Edmonton to DP. Yeah, yeah. And there's some people that they just Zoom. love Zoom, but they also just love to ride right behind you yeah. and your and their light just f- like goes from the mirrors into your eyes. So yeah. that's huge by uh um by U-Haul. I agree. I I think I might have to invest in some of those. But whether you are moving a smaller apartment or a large four bedroom house, U-Haul truck rentals in Grand Prairie, Alberta will provide you with the moving truck rental you need to get from point A to point B, to point C, maybe, to hey, point W. They should rebrand everything to A Hall. A Hall. A Hall. That actually could work. 
It would. Marketing strategy. Also would make it very Canadian. We're all about here on this podcast. So. Canadian. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. My A-lister this week, Joey Moss. Absolutely. Number one A-lister. Edmonton won't be the same without him. Rest in peace. Probably should get a statue of that guy or name a rink after him or something, maybe, perhaps. Or, I don't know. But put his name in the rafters for sure. Uh, either way, he's my A-lister. Who do you got? For my A-lister, um, I guess this would kind of be something similar to, you know, the argument we were having earlier about criticism on social media. Travis Scott took it to the next level. He posted a picture of him in his Halloween costume when he was Batman. And I think people just kind of shredded him in the comments, just completely shredded him, and he deleted his whole Instagram. <laughs> just whole thing, gone. So, I mean, good for him for just saying, I, I'm, I'm not putting up with the bullshit anymore. I'm just going to delete my whole Instagram. There you go. That guy had millions of followers. And I probably got rid of our DM history that we had that he still hasn't responded back to when I asked him about the naming rights. Uh, or the, not the naming yeah. rights. But, but now the, we're never going to yeah. get to talk to him. Probably not. Oh. There goes our chance. Oh, man. A-hole. I can't. Is anybody that rude this week? Like, I could pick Mitchell Mayor, but yeah, kind of a cop-out. Uh oh, Toronto Argos linebacker charged with attempted murder in Pittsburgh. Mm. That's kind of shitty of him. Yeah, wow. Uh a hole. Trying to think. Who am I gonna pick? I don't know. Somebody came at me on Twitter this week. Tried to uh argue with me, so I'll just name them as my a hole. I like that one. I really needed to think about that one, but people like other I could have easily picked Mitch Miller, but I didn't want to because it's a cop out. Nobody was really that mean this week. Other than that one guy on Twitter. So, him. Yeah. He's my a-hole. Yeah, I like that. You're right. It is a bit of a, a tough one. this week. Um, I'm going to go with, I guess, um, yeah, a guy on Twitter, too. Um, so, Darian, or so, Chris Johnson from CBC Sportsnet, Sportsnet, sorry, tweeted out about how Michael Hutchinson was returning to the Leafs on a two-way contract, two-year deal, pays 725000 at the NHL level. My boy Darian Bammer tagged me in it, and he just said, just tagged me in it. And then I just, obviously joking, was like, Anderson on way out? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh, I saw it. Like, I'm the biggest Anderson fan. Like, pff, come on. This guy responded, because they just signed that Joey Anderson, right? And it's spelled S-O-N instead of Freddie Anderson's S-E-N. Oh. And I, of course, made the mistake of writing S-O-N when I said Anderson on way out. But I really didn't think anyone was going to comment yeah. or see this. Yeah. And he responded with, they just signed Anderson, S-O-N, to a three-year deal. Anderson, S-E-N, is in his last year and will be our goalie this season, but probably not beyond that. Oh, what a dink. And then, oh, nobody liked it. Nobody at all liked it. And it was two days later, Chris Johnson liked the comment. <laughs> the guy from Sportsnet <laughs> liked the comment. Johnson. And I'm like, now this Chris Johnson guy probably thinks I'm an idiot for commenting Anderson that way. <laughs> This guy is chirping me because I have spelled it one way. And now people are probably just thinking that I don't even know the least. So this is uh, unfortunate. Yeah, you look like an idiot. <sighs> I couldn't believe it. It's I okay. Pissed. I know I you're pissed. not. I know you're a passionate fan. You just sometimes you're spelling. You just got to spell check. Yeah, so you suck, Alex Zik- yeah, Zivko- actually- Zik- Zik- Zivkovic. Oh, my gosh. He's the only team that says that he, anyone else that's following him, it says followed by the Toronto Marlies. Follow him? That's it. And he has 57 followers. As if the Marlies follow him. Who is this guy? <laughs> Can't be anyone. Hmm. 
follows Antoine Bugleboy. Yeah, but the Marley's follow. That's cool. Yeah, well, um, I got to have some. I'm actually cool going to change my a hole to Darian because he <laughs> blocked me on Twitter. Yeah, so I found this out. I texted him about it, and I was like, "What? What? Why do you have him blocked?" And he says, "I think he said in like 2015 or 14. He said I think he tweeted like a lot, and I think I just wanted because there's no mute button." So I think he just said, I don't want to see them, I think is what he said. So am I unblocked now? Yes, but he said he tried unblocking you like a few years ago, but he said he's never been able to figure it out, and he kind of just forgot about it. And then it got mentioned again, but I think he did figure it out, and you are unblocked. You are unblocked. Because so. <laughs> I saw like, oh, you can't read this guy's tweets because they're protected. So I thought, okay, blocked. I just have to follow him. And then I went to go follow him, and it's like, Darian Babber has blocked you. I was like, what the hell? Why am I blocked? So you know what? Darian's my a-hole. Yeah. This week. Because yeah, he Darren, had me blocked. You are an a-hole. So. I know you got to be listening. All right. We got one more thing. Congrats to Brock Clements for winning NHL 21. <laughs> I can't believe that he was the guy who got drawn because I, like, it makes it look like we did not have a fair and square draw because Brock's my brother-in-law. But I'll tell you this. I did not include... Two of his entries on the first one post because he tagged famous people as his friends, so that doesn't count. And I didn't include two of his entries on the second post because he didn't share the post, like on a story. So four of his posts, or sorry, four of his entries didn't get counted, and he still won. So that's fair, fair and square. square if I ever saw it. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, he cannot accept his prize. Not yet. Not yet, because he is um, enjoying life in, overseas. In. Greece. Well, no, he's in Portugal right now, actually. Yes, he just evaded an earthquake. Yes, he did. That's crazy. It is what Two hours after... He left? Yeah. Good for him. Good for him being yeah. alive. It's like he had, like, a spidey sense. Well, Brock's been known for that type of stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Good for I him. All right. We love you guys. Peace and love, people. Everybody's gotta live Everybody's gotta die Everybody's gotta live Before you know the reason why Sometimes the going gets so good Then again it gets pretty rough But when I have you in my arms, baby you know, I just can't, I just can't get enough.